0: Welcome to Finding My Yum, a sex positive podcast celebrating all forms of sexual expression. Each week, we bring on a new guest to share their journey. We talk honestly and openly about what they're into and what sex, kinks, love, and more look like in the real world. I'm Jerry Courtney Austin.
1: And I'm Will Lentz.
0: And we're your hosts. And today we're joined by the O-Man for part two to talk all about MacGyvering BDSM toys and tools um, in your home and in your quarantine safe space. Uh, But before we get to that, how is your quarantine this week, Will?
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, it fluctuates. Last week I was doing well, I felt like, and then it, it just comes and goes, you know um i i I felt like i had it on lock and then now i'm kind of uh anxious and depressed again so uh you know we're getting through it day to time but it's kind of how it's going
0: it seems to shift by hour for me like last week Uh i did feel more positive as well and then with the developments of uh you know definitely having to be closed through may 15th at the Mm. earliest um And, you know, the mask and places aren't serving people without masks, which is great. But it's just alarming. You know, it's just like everything is just like sounding the alarm bells everywhere you go. Yeah, I
1: get that. I don't know. The thing that's encouraging to me is like based on looking at uh, the COVID-19 health data website, which is the one that I think is like kind of the commonly used one. It seems like California, at least, has flattened the curve. And I think today is supposed to be our peak resource day. So what we're doing is working. But the yeah. downside is you don't know how much longer you got to do it for. So right, yeah. and
0: we don't know how long immunity lasts, um, even yeah. if people have right. it, et cetera. Yeah. But there's a lot of unknowns. working on it. Um, but in other news, I think I just wanted to touch on there's a lot of exciting connection being made, and um, you know businesses that are stepping up in such a beautiful way to connect us and um, just put out positivity into the world. And then there's a lot of shitty things happening behind the scenes uh, that are kind of going under the radar that are making me super angry, and I'd like to chat about them a little bit. Uh, the first thing is that Facebook started regulating the word orgasm as a like a screen name or like a, a website name, um, which just is absolutely inappropriate use of censorship and um, just leads to adding to taboo and shame and stigma around sex and sexuality and pleasure um yeah
1: it's a weird one like if you're not able to call it an <laughs> orgasm then what are you able to call it are we just saying we can't talk about that at all like that's the right
0: yeah, right. yeah i mean i think that should be in children's vernacular when they're learning sex ed like an orgasm and sure. pleasure is inherently part of the process or should be yeah. um yeah and then a couple other things is that you know sex workers have been excluded from the uh, the packages that the government is extending for unemployment and for freelancers um, and like. And, and, and a couple of states five states in particular I know Ohio is one of them have tried to close down their abortion clinics and so like the the war on sex and sexuality and um, women utilizing their bodies in whatever the fuck way they want is it, it's it's remarkable to me that they've chosen this time it, it makes sense but it, it makes me sad and I hope that um, more people can pay attention so that we can really stand up against this because. In this time, what better time to just embrace your body and embrace your sexuality I mean, for and wholeness, sure. you know? Uh,
1: yeah, I, it's like you said, it's not surprising because I think people will take uh, any distraction to try to push through stuff that uh, is not great for, you know, progressive people, but, uh, you know, we should be paying attention and it's hard to do right now and it's no one's fault if you didn't know about it, but that's why sure. we're trying to, to spread it out a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll post some links, and um, if you're interested in more information, thank you for listening to me on my soapbox. Uh, but in other news, our episode is super exciting. I'm so grateful to have the O-Man back for part two. Uh, we talk about some really cool, uh, budget-friendly ways to uh, create some BDSM tools, and um, yeah, I'm a guide for them. So get excited and enjoy. It'll
1: be fun. Yay.
0: me head to toe, you see me, ain't got no patience, yay, um, yay, welcome to Finding My Yum, we have the O-Man back here again for our part two episode and today we are talking all about MacGyvering bondage tools while you're in quarantine during this pandemic um, and staying home and taking care of yourself, so let's make you orgasm and uh, fashion some pretty cool stuff. Oh, I yes, know I, I agree.
2: Who's <laughs> two people stopping around?
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you for part two.
2: I mean, like, how could I not?
0: <laughs> Taking time out of your busy quarantine out of my, out of my schedule. Busy day. <laughs> um well awesome so last week we talked about like how you got into this line of work and um sort of what it's like to come and see you and so i hope people come literally and figuratively uh when we get out of this this whole pandemic and hopefully um Everybody is staying safe. But, yeah, so so let's talk about MacGyvering bondage tools because you mentioned that they're pretty expensive to buy, which they are, um, and that there's other ways to get the same effect uh, yeah. while not spending a fortune.
2: You shouldn't have to. It's like I hadn't ever been to a BDSM club until about, like, October, November of this year. And when I went there as sort of somebody with a fitness background, it instantly struck me how many of the tools are just designed to breathe deeper and stretch somebody out. So then they have a more like a sort yeah. of enjoyable experience. So it's like, it became my mission, like to find sort of small, portable ways that you can create the same effect uh, without spending, you know, like $700 on a goat or whatever, or like putting up a St. Andrew's cross. <laughs> Sure. Uh, in your right. In your in your room, because that's really intense. So it's like uh, uh, just to, just to discuss some of the, the positions. That oftentimes people are in bondage. Uh, oftentimes they're like their arms are bound behind their back. It's a popular one. They're 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 chained to something like a wall or a cross, or uh, you know, it, they're basically like their movement is restricted in a fun way, in a fun sexy way. And it's like, how can you overall get that effect uh, at home? And I found there are these there are these stools that they sell for not that much money that are meditation stools right and so they've actually done studies where it's this where you get the most pelvic floor activation when you're sitting up uh, in an unsupported position now most people don't have like strong enough cords or spines to sort of sit with unsupported like in midair so it's like, this this is like an unsupported position. Okay. So if you do this for too long, like, eventually. Like sitting eventually.
0: cross-legged with your or, with your. Like body sitting, fully. like
2: sitting, sitting up like this. Not, my my hands are just like in the air. They're not like touching anything.
0: Right. So kneeling. So you're sitting like on your knees. Um. Right. And the only support is like coming from the floor, not like any back support or anything. Not like,
2: like any that. back support. So it's if I want more pelvic floor activation, I want to tuck the back up, so like an ice cream scoop, like scooping my pelvis forward. And what you can get is like a little meditation stool that sort of balances on your sacrum and pushes your pelvis forward, right? And there's like, it's like a little stand, it's an adjustable height, it's super, super cheap and easy. And then it's, you just have somebody sit on that stool and then you can do whatever you want to the rest of their body and it puts their pelvis in a good position for coming. And it's also an easy way to get them in a position that's sexy. Kneeling is sexy. Uh, I'm not probably not breaking any new ground by saying that, but like kneeling is <laughs> kneeling is a sexy is a sexy position for So a you lot
0: kneel people. so the way to use that stool to utilize the stool in the best way is like you would be putting your bum on on yeah, your tailbone. the eleva- the tailbone on the elevated part and then you're on your knees.
2: On your knees for the rest of the floor and then your hips are completely supported. Right? because your joints are all making contact with something your lower body joints are making contact with something so as long as you have as long as your knees aren't on anything hard you're in a you're in a good conducive position for your low back to stretch and also to come your brains out so that's (laughs) my favorite one when i found that so i'm like oh god that's great right yeah uh they uh, uh Another thing that you can get relatively cheap is a gardening a gardening stool. Uh, so they have like little folded up stools. It's again, the same kneeling position where it's a, the knees are on this padded foam and they have little sort of handles that come up, like sort of, like, like they're little things that you could basically brace on, but they're really easy attachments to like a carabiner and a pair of cuffs too. It's like an unfolding portable gardening stool. (laughs) Same position. Okay. You can hide it under the bed because it's so small, and then bust it out of the bed, unfold it, and then, if you have cups available, tie somebody's hands uh, to the little. I think they like the they're like thrown overhangs where somebody would put their arms they look like it so it's like that's how it first got my attention I'm like oh all right cool
0: oh I see so it's like something that comes up on the stool and you can actually like adhere the hands to right it's literally the part of a
2: part of this yeah a part of the stool that folds out (laughs) and stabilizes it right oh got it that's fun it's an area where you can just lash somebody's hands to it with rope with uh I I prefer I prefer like cuffs and rigs because it's easier to manipulate the joints that way um right uh couple other things that like people don't consider is jaw is when they're orgasming is jaw tightness Mm -hmm. uh and I had to I was watching 90 day fiance uh
0: why not cuz i'm
2: i'm a human who makes good choices sure. uh, and it's it's a good choice especially if you want to see people deluded about their own relationships and they like <laughs> there's like somebody with like a v mask on her head and i was like what is that To my roommate who's a lady uh, and i was like that's brilliant and she's like i think that's like a mask that you get that supports and i'm like i wonder if they sell any supportive like chin straps that way for people's heads And they totally do. It's uh, after surgery care. Uh, It basically holds for like after you have, (laughs) after you have facial plastic surgery, they put your head in this thing that holds your head completely steady, right? So it's, if you don't want to spend money on like a hood and a mask, it's, you can get, it's basically like a shapewear thing that you can get that holds the jaw closed and attached to the rest of the head, right? That way you don't have to spend money on like a ball gag or something. Right, which I don't like, first of all, because the way that the ball gags hook around the back of your head, they irritate people's suboccipitals a lot, which is this muscle at the base of their skull, and then tightens the neck up more. So this is a way, thing that you can wear that loosens your neck up as you wear it, right, and it compresses this area, right, so It makes your, your neck feel really, really good, and then it helps with the, it helps with the, I found in my empirical research, and it helps with the signals <laughs> that people get uh, from their nerves up top in terms of orgasm.
0: In terms of like safety, like does it help then? It, like, I, I guess this is a hypothesis, but I feel like the more supported all of those like potential vulnerable or stressed out muscles are, or tendons and joints are, the more you can relax and feel comfortable and open. Yes.
2: Yes. You just hit the nail on the head. The reason Yay! why. Ding, the ding, reason- ding, ding, ding! why I figured this all out is cause like I've encountered a surprising amount of people that are like, you better treat me rough and I'm like, I don't wanna do that completely without your joints being supported because I'm such a nerd. <laughs> so then I try to put them in positions that their joints are actually supported in and a lot of these implements are do those things. Got uh, it. so it's like if I'm if I'm blindfolding somebody or putting them in a mask, a mask is gonna like inhibit Oftentimes, if somebody is not good with diaphragmatic breathing or close spaces, like a mask is gonna make them feel super claustrophobic, and that's okay. not cool. Uh, so, like, basically, it's I forget i forget the exact name, but it's post surgery, like, facial sling that holds them uh, in position. And it's there's black, it's black, you can get black ones and beige, and so it's still sexy. And then if you combine it with a blindfold, that's even better. Do not yeah. buy leather, do not get leather blindfolds. They are garbage, and they're not comfortable for the person. Sleep masks. I don't know why that's a lot more popularized. There we go. Sleeping masks. Sleeping masks are way better for somebody's comfort and bondage and their breathing than, like, something made of leather that doesn't actually stick on the eyes. Because leather cinches and, like, attachments are always, always poorly made and dig into the skin. Uh, Sure. um, Which is
0: funny if they're, like, particularly made for this.
2: but. I feel like I feel like this is golf. You gotta re-understand. This is like sexual golf for people are like, look at the equipment, look at the equipment that I got, and it's all equipment mostly designed by dudes, not not like with with the stresses of a, a female body taken into consideration.
0: Sure, which is the the huge problem in general. We right. have different anatomy and it works differently.
2: Yes, so it's like you have different stresses on your body a uh, a pony bit for your jaw as a gag is much much fucking better for your jaw overall than that awful ball shape uh, <laughs> yeah that's funny
0: i never even thought about that
2: nobody sure. thinks about these things but i do yeah uh, so those are the big things um uh my, one of my favorite things is sort of as a fitness professional having something that they can do double duty like alton brown where he's like, don't have a single thing in the kitchen, but you can use it for both things. So they're like a yoga, a yoga, if you have like a yoga swing, the thing is to kind of stretch yoga out, right? A lot of people convert them into sex swings, but another way that you can use that is to support the chin in a kneeling position, which is what oh. I like I support the chin in a kneeling position so somebody has to keep their head up, so then they're sitting in that position where their pelvic floor is the most activated. Oh right. cool. So imagine like sure. a, imagine like a giant sort of sort of cloth thing coming down from the ceiling that's making you stick your neck up like a ballerina or uh, or or stereotypical british royalty in films like with good posture, right? Yeah. You know, sort of providing support to the rest of your jaw. So like if you're blindfolded or sensory deprived and somebody's like dancing around you doing fun stuff, like you are completely supported and not uncomfortable at all.
0: Right. sure and you can also utilize it like one of those slings or a yoga um i don't even know what you said like it, it for like aerial stuff like almost or like air, yeah, suspension the, stuff
2: for suspension stuff for like a, as a sex swing a lot of people use it but like to me it's more it's like sex sex swing is because you're in a position where you can like grip uh your legs are open I'm, I'm speaking as a as the receiving receiving partner your legs would be open and you'd be gripping something a lot of times in that position, because it's too, it hurts too much to put over your rib cage and bend over. Sure. Uh, yeah. It
0: like digs so in. So it's like
2: usually, usually, yeah, like usually your back is a pen suspended, and you're holding the handles. But in terms of just having, it's so so important for a lot of people's compensations. So they're so they're more comfortable and they can breathe deeper. That the neck is completely supported, and I don't see that nearly enough in the places that that are doing bondage. Interesting. Like practical, practical, comfortable solutions to support. Uh, uh somebody's tight woman's tight jaw or their or their head because like you guys get migraines more than we do a thousand percent and it's like is that from is it from all these stimuluses or is it what's it from and if we can do something to mitigate the odds of that happening after a rough sexual encounter it it would be i feel like in our best interest as partners to know those things
0: sure absolutely that makes so much sense to me um any other like tools that aren't necessarily made for sex that would be useful in sort of exploring right now especially on a budget
2: oh on a like
0: well just because like bondage tools are more expensive and i don't know a lot of us have lost our jobs so
2: (laughs) we have lost our jobs so like uh if you're drinking a lot like i know people are like a cheap, very, very cheap way to keep the jaw open during, during, uh, during bondage is drink a bottle of wine and use the cork. It'll stabilize their, it's an Like put the trigger. cork in your mouth? Yeah, it's an active Oh, trigger. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it also works to stabilize the jaw, stabilize the head, right? And like in you...
0: between the, the back teeth, like the molars?
2: And in between the front teeth. In the front yeah.
0: teeth, oh, okay.
2: You can cut it and use the, use it in the back teeth. If you want to cut it in half and use both of them in the back teeth, that's an option too. But a lot of people don't like chewing on wine cork. Right? Sure. Right. That's kind
0: of fun. Okay, I like
2: that. <laughs> so it's, it's just practical solutions like that. So yeah. basically, you got to imagine that most people don't know how tight their jaw is and their jaws in a dysfunctional position and it's causing them breathing difficulty. So sure. anything that provides additional stability to the jaw and the neck that is not super, super, super weird, that is still manageable and sort of <laughs> makes them feel, makes them feel sexier is sort of what you're going for um i love it <laughs> the thing that i really love doing too is uh i think i'm had you wear did i have you were uh like a nasal dilator
0: yeah yeah
2: okay so like that's a diaphragmatic breathing tool to keep tension off of the chest when you're breathing especially if somebody is if it's like an experience that might make somebody nervous which is sort of you know putting you know, having people come over is an uncomfortable position and i sort of I don't mitigate that completely because they're taking a risk and it should be uncomfortable. It should feel like a leap, right? Because you're taking a risk to know yourself. But that helps people breathe so much, so much deeper. And it's a snoring aid that people use. And they don't really, they don't really explore it. And then like in the terms of sexual play, because again, like breathing deeply is not something. It's like we're so focused on each other's uh, parts, which is fine. But it's like all of it, all of it plays into the way that we're built as humans. All of it plays into that area downstairs.
0: Well, and I think we get so concerned with aesthetics as opposed to like, okay, you know, let's make it into the best, most comfortable position possible with the most opening. And we're still attracted to each other. But like we can have weird things that aren't like prototypically what we would think of as sexy or what we've seen in movies or porn, right?
2: Exactly. I got so much shit as a trainer for doing exercises that would look weird and not be traditional, but they would get results. And, like, I feel like – because I didn't really care if they were – because I wasn't doing them necessarily for me. Sure. I was doing them for the people who asked for help that were my responsibility, my clients, and they well, people.
0: and what's cool and I hope about this time, too, is, like, you know, a lot of the things I think coming up for people and for myself as well is, like, what do I want to do? How do I want to feel? What, what am I doing so that I make myself feel good and I don't have to project it for other validation, right? Like not putting on makeup and not cleaning my hair every other day or like doing it, letting it go naturally. Like there's all these things that I've done every single day so that I would get like approval from other people. And so why not explore that in the sexual space too of like, okay, we now have this time to really just focus on ourselves and we have the gift of time like usually i feel like sex is so rushed you know we don't have enough time to do it so while we have this time why not (laughs) get a a gardening stool and a nasal snoring opener (laughs) and a jaw support and go to town
2: it's hugely hugely important because it's like people message me and a lot of times their question is how much how much for the things that you do and it's like the the very first step is asking yourself, "What do I want, and how do I want to feel?" Sure. It's not like it's not like an end result thing. It's not like a you really have to check in with yourself and figure out like how do I want to feel, and that is the priority. How you feeling good is the priority. If it looks ridiculous, if it if it's not necessarily like the in vogue thing, if it's none of the fitness tools that I use are, are traditional, but they all work, and it's. None of the sex stuff that I do is traditional, but you know what? It works because it, it's important that people realize how they feel, and feeling good should be the number one priority as long as they're as long as they're not hurting anybody.
0: Sure, absolutely. And people
2: don't give that that voice themselves, that space to sort of ask them that que- sounds that question, and give their wants and desires the necessary impetus that they deserve or need. So it's part of, part of what I I like putting that back. I like putting their focus back on it. It's like, what do you need? How do you feel? Do you deserve to feel good? And the answer is always yes. Yeah. Do things that make you feel good.
0: Totally. Totally. Ah, well, I absolutely adore you. Thank you for taking time to talk to me out of your busy quarantine, uh, schedule. Uh, and then we'll put the, your email in the, um, in the uh, comments again, or in the show notes. Uh, but what is your website again? Just cause I like- I we're, ch- we're, cha-
2: we're, we're changing, we're changing it around, but it's www. Right now it's the-oman.com, but don't go to the website. Just email me. Cause it's going to be <laughs> www.the-o-man because I didn't want to sound like the country of Oman, <laughs> <laughs> which is not yeah. something that I thought of, but then I was like, oh, you idiot. Yeah. yeah, so, so it's, but email me at m at m at the dash oman dot com or sir at i make dot com. Amazing. <laughs> that's it.
0: Yay! Yay!
2: Thank you. Woohoo!
0: Thank you. Woohoo! Woohoo!
1: Yeah! Yeah! We did it. <laughs>
0: we did it oh my god i was supposed to talk oh man i know i like saw you do a hand motion i was like that doesn't read (laughs) on audio not yet um not yet uh well the old man's uh website is up and running so check it out and email him for um other tips and just to be able to set up maybe even a virtual. Um, appointment at this point um cool. but appointments in the future uh thank you so much for coming on again it was so much fun what a joy what a quarantine joy yeah. um <laughs> as usual usual blah, 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 blah. please follow us on social media at finding my yum podcast um on facebook and instagram
1: oh sorry yes. i jumped the gun email us oh, no. at uh, finding my yum at com. Uh, go yes. to those places you consume podcasts and leave positive reviews or five stars if you have that option. Um, yeah. Share it Subscribe. with. How many share people?
0: Share it with uh, 111 today.
1: I wonder what the first number you're going to repeat is going to be. <laughs> That'll be interesting because you're just kind of grabbing them out like this what do you. It's so you, random. Yeah, we'll
0: see. <laughs> I know, but, but seriously, like say hello to 111 people and see how connected you feel because I bet you know so many more and then be like hey here's a sex positive podcast that i want you to listen to that'd be great
1: just make sure you're doing it online um or from six (laughs) feet away
0: correct yes um we are recording (laughs) on zoom and uh from a distance right now so um yes we hope you are all staying healthy and safe and we're super grateful for you tuning in and continuing to be a part of our community so yay stay yummy